uh, supposed to be talking to, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Sifiso Nguni, and he's the chairperson of the Makatini Lower Pangula Water Users Association. I beg your pardon, uh, for some reason I have a frog in my throat this afternoon. So a new water users association in northern Zululand will reportedly give thousands of smaller scale black farmers their both access to and direct responsibility for this precious and essential resource. And optimism is reportedly running high that many farmers and other rural residents of two KwaZulu-Natal municipalities will finally have equitable and legal access to irrigation and potable water. And this follows the recent launch of the Makatini Lower Pongola Water Users Association or the MLPWUA for the adjoining Mkanyagude and Zululand district municipalities. And joining us this afternoon is Safiso Mguni. He's the chairperson of the Makatini Lower Pongola Water Users Association. Safiso, good afternoon. Welcome to Radio Islam International. Hi, good afternoon, Anissa, and good afternoon to all the listeners from the various places where everyone is listening from. Well, this is exciting news. Can you elaborate for us on the significance of the Makatini Lower Pongula Water Users Association in being able to provide equitable access to water for smaller scale black farmers in the Umkanyagude and um, Zululand district municipalities? Oh, yes, Anissa. Maybe let me start by they're uh, saying that on the 13th of December uh, 2023, last year, the Minister of Water Affairs, also of Water and Sanitation, uh, Minister Senzam Kuno, launched for the first time what is known as the Makatini Lua Water User Association. And uh, as you have correctly said, I happen to be the inaugural chairperson of the association. But talking about the significance, back into your question, uh, this is quite a big uh, initiative, you know, by by the minister uh, to give the authority and the power of managing water in the catchment area of the Mkanyagude area to the people that are not just managing, but people who are using water in various ways. But having said that, I can also uh, say further that it's not just for farmers; it's for water users coming from the different aspects of water usage. You you have a lot of people there, farmers of course, uh, you have people who are using water for for other reasons, people who are mm-hmm. using water for, 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 for enterprises, uh, those who are using the boats and on the dam. You've got people who are dealing with wildlife, uh, you've got people who are in ecotourism, a whole lot of other uh, users of water are involved in it. So the association is quite a big thing. What makes it even significant is the fact that it's not uh, just a committee of water users. It's, yes. uh, it's an association formed on the basis of legislation. Uh, it is formed in terms of the provision provision of the National Water Act, which provides that uh, in the catchment areas there should be uh, associations of water user association, and that, that's what it is. Okay, so. How does the MLPWA streamline the process of water access for farmers in the region? And what role does the committee play in assessing water applications before they are sent to the National Department of Water and Sanitation? Okay, yes, maybe the first thing to mention is that the association is being launched now to work 
on an initiative that has long been standing for years. Uh, and in terms of what exists already, uh, there is a whole lot of infrastructure or water uh, the channeling infrastructure in terms of the canals They're stemming from the, the Josini Dam, uh, distributing water into the various uh, areas where water is needed for usage. A lot of it uh, supplies the various schemes. There's one uh, scheme in Domo, uh, which is part of Mkanyagote, but also there is uh, from Mkhabia Lingana uh, and Mkanyagote, the district. But there's also a very famous uh, water irrigation scheme in, known as Makatini uh, irrigation in the Makatini flats. And the whole of, of farmers, thousands of farmers are benefiting from that scheme. But where the Water User Association, as it's being introduced now, come in, uh, is the fact that you at any given time with that kind of good infrastructure you you need you know consistent management of of the resource the water resource that is there yes. and that consistent management talks to making sure that the canals is well are well maintained uh, all all the the usage of water the licenses are being issued to the right people all the water users are those who are licensed or authorized to use the water. There's a whole lot of things that, you know, don't go well or when when that consistent management is not happening, you get people extracting water illegally, uh, using their own, say, pumps and their own pipes to extract water. You get people who are even, you know, doing things that that are not uh, you know, permissible in, in terms of uh, contaminating water, you know, water pollution mm-hmm. and a whole lot of other things. Uh, even people stealing uh, the fence that is put to protect these canals. So the, repair, the repairs to the canals and the management of the canals, making sure that the safety issues in terms of children, you know, coming to play in, in the canals uh, is not happening and all of that. It all forms part of the functions of the Water Use Association, but significant to all of that is the issue of licenses and making sure that people get access to water for various reasons. All right. That's quite interesting. So it's not just farmers who will be gaining from this, but uh, a huge, uh, you know, other enterprises as well. So how do you anticipate the formation of the MLPWUA um, will positively impact on the management of water resources in the area, including the some of the issues that you brought up, the pollution, the illegal, uh, illegal use of uh, water abstraction, and also the need for water use licenses? Any challenges that you've had so far? Maybe let me start with the challenges and then and then end up with how the formation of the water use association is going to assist in, in dealing with some of those challenges. Uh, I have started mentioning just a, a few of them. You know, some of the challenges, uh, of course, stem from the the water pollution, uh, where people just you know have some uh, you know behaviours of throwing you know all the rubbish into the canals mm. and, and by so doing they are contaminating water in various ways in terms of what you know they throw into the water uh, but also uh, because some people you know live their own you know ways in terms of keeping livestock and all of that and at, at times livestock would have to go uh, to the canals and to just to to have to access water and for for, for livestock big livestock such as cattle uh, part of what you would see, you would see if you go to the canals now 
is that people try to create this access for their animals to access water by digging, you know, alongside the canal so that the, the cattle can have access. And not knowing, but that by so doing, they are weakening the walls of the canal. So when the water gets full and it pushes the, the walls, it just breaks because people have, you know, weakened the, 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 the soil or the ground that borders the, the canal. But also there are times when the, the the rains become too much and the dam become you know over, you know overfilled uh, with with rainwater and in in those circumstances by legislation uh, the dam has got to be reduced the amount of water in it and communities need to be well educated uh, in terms of um, making sure that they if they've planted anything along uh, the, the river then they harvest as, as soon as they can if they have decided to build any structures uh, which includes houses in, in some instances they've got to vacate those structures because when the dam is, is opened to reduce the water then there's an overflow of water down you know downstream which affects quite a lot of, of, of people not just users but mm. people who are residing along the, the, the water stream there so part of the functions of the Water Use Association is to make sure that we educate the communities uh, in terms of making sure that they, they, they know in advance when the dam is got to, has got to be opened and they do what they're supposed to do in terms of vacating those areas before they get affected uh, in terms of uh, making sure that they harvest. A lot of, of, of farmers in that catchment are, are planting sugarcane. And you can imagine if all the sugarcane can be wiped out by water, it means for the rest of for the whole season, people farmers have been planting uh, for yes. nothing because all of the cane is not going to go to the meal, uh, let alone the vegetables and the, and the other smaller crops that are planted alongside. So it's important for the war to make sure that we conduct those awareness, those road shows to educate people to do what is right in so far as that is concerned. But also pollution is a big thing. Uh, mm. in, in, in the catchment area. Remember that that same water is also the same water that is accessed by the municipality to try and give it as, as consumption water into the, to, you know, to the residents, uh, even though it's not the direct mandate of the war to provide water to the residents. But the municipality, for them to access that water from the dam, they have to access clean water, which they're going to purify further and make it available to the residents. So any mismanagement of water which would affect water quality would have devastating effect in terms of diseases, in terms of everything. So one of the main functions of the war is to make sure that that water is not contaminated. There's no pollution, you know, coming to it. But also I did mention the safety issues because these canals run through the residential areas of the community to access the, the fields where there are irrigation fields. So one of the functions of, of war in that respect is to make sure that we fend off the, the canals and we provide some level of security to ensure that you don't get children coming to swim in the, in the canals uh, and then getting you know, uh, affected by all sorts of dangers that you can think about. Uh, but also in, in terms of how is that going to you know, affect or, or assist the, those farmers, one of the key things about the, the the war as it has been formed now in terms of its constitution is that it is formed by not by just a committee of of academics you know directors or but mm, yes. mainly people who are using water 
that is a big distinction in terms of, yes. of where we come from because mm-hmm. now you, you're going to have people who are paying for licenses of water who are following the processes of making sure that any water user is a responsible water user who has got a license to use it and is being workshopped from time to time to understand uh, what to do and what not to do but also if someone extracts water illegally the first people to see that and to reprimand that person in whatever uh, a great way of doing it would be the users themselves so you you can't have a, a user uh, stealing water you know under the guise of, of of being a user when other users you know are responsible and taking responsibility so mm. those are all the the, the, the benefits of having a war the way that it is formed now so Right now, the canal is not fully operational from what I understand. So, um, you know, how do you plan to address and contribute to the refurbishment and what other what benefits do you foresee once it becomes fully operational? Okay, maybe let me correct that, uh, Anissa. The mm-hmm. canal is fully operational and okay. it has been fully operational for years. It's not a new thing. But what, okay. what we need to do, what needs to be done by anyone in the position of, of the, the MLP uh, now is to make sure that we, we 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 attend to renovations of the canal where there are breakages. We attend to issues of pollution where water is polluted. We attend to issues of safety where the canal needs to be fenced and maintain that. But also there is something big beyond that which the war is coming here to do. You know, I think all the the, the institutions that have been uh, working on the canal even before us, uh, they've been de- doing a good job in terms of maintaining, uh, of getting the canal working. But with time, because it's an old canal, you would expect mm-hmm. that it is, it's an old scheme. It, you would expect that it, with time it gets, you know, old and it gets, it, it's aging. So yes. for, for that to happen, you, you need to do some repairs from time to time. But what is new? That is coming with with war. You know, I think the minister, uh, Mr. Mkuno, made it clear when he was, um, I think, the, the communities at the launch to say that now we are going to be opening opportunities with the with the launch of war for community members to start entering into into ecotourism initiatives to start businesses. That canal, instead of us putting security. You know, to arrest people who are who are there, we now need to start raising funds to put some recreational facilities along the canal, so communities can come and enjoy themselves and enjoy the recreational facilities. But beyond that, we are going to be encouraging and educating people to come and use the water for putting their own boats, making their own money. You know, for tourism, so that yes. when tourists come, they can be taken along the dam uh, nicely by by the communities uh, that are already residing in in the area. But there are also a lot of other uh, opportunities. I think the minister also mentioned uh, some issues around the the hydro electro uh, electricity power that the that water has got capacity or potential to generate. We're going to be exploring all of those opportunities, and in so doing, we hope to be opening um, a lot of job opportunities for the unemployed but we're also going to be pushing very hard in terms of enterprise development with ecotourism that you're going to be pushing hard 
All right. Well, it sounds as if, um, you know, very positive news and we can see that a lot is being done to ensure that there's improved water distribution and obviously the, the you know, um, all of the businesses and other uh uh, support structures within that area are being, uh, you know, properly serviced with regards to water. And this, I think, is really good news and probably an, a way for other communities to use the example and maybe start changing things within their areas when it comes to the use of water and how to manage that as well. Precisely. All right. Thank you so much for your time, um, Safi. So much appreciated and all the best. Thank you so much. Have a great afternoon. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. And that was Safiso Mguni, the chairperson for the Makatini Lower Pongula Water Users Association. And as you've heard, it's a new water users association in northern Zululand. And it's now looking at providing water, um, access to water and direct responsibility for the water in those two areas. And inshallah, we can see that um, this is a positive move. So we'll see, I'm sure, lots more positivity coming from that, especially since he's talking about job creation and um, enabling farmers and others in the area to run their businesses.